0: our mouth and begin to thank god for making it possible for us to be a monday living today let's give him praise lord we worship you for every members of our family we thank you we thank you for what you intend to do in our midst this morning lord we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of jesus in jesus mighty name we have worshipped i want us to lift up our voice unto god we are going to crown him and say my father this morning Lord, let your light shine upon me for direction and for illumination in the name of Jesus. Let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth and say, Lord, let your light shine upon us as a family. Let your light shine upon us even in the journey of this new week in the name of Jesus. Lord, shine your light of protection upon us. Shine your light of deliverance upon us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry unto to God and say, My Father, let every veil of darkness that the devil has used to cover my mind so that I will not have spiritual understanding. Let that veil be removed and be destroyed by fire. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouths. Lord, this morning, as we hear your word, as we listen to your word, remove every veil of darkness covering our hearts in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, let veils of darkness covering our mind be removed by the fire of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, in the journey of this new week, Fight my battle for me. Any battle that may want to rise up against my family, any battle that may want to rise up against my career, against my business, against any of my children. Lord, rise up and fight my battle for me. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Lord, in the journey of this new week, fight our battle for us. In the name of Jesus. Battles over our children fight our battles for us in the name of Jesus, any form of battle that may want to rise up against our family, battle that may even want to rise up against us in our dream. Lord, fight our battle for us. Fight spiritual battle for us. Fight physical battle for us. Battle against our heads. Lord, fight our battles for us in the name of Jesus. Battle that may want to rise up against our business, against our career. Lord, fight our battles for us in this new week in Jesus mighty name. We have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry unto God and say, my Father, by the power and the blood of Jesus, block the doorway of every sickness and disease in the name of Jesus. Lord, block the doorway. Of sickness and disease in my life. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. By the power and the blood of Jesus, Lord, block the doorway, the door through which sickness and disease are coming to my life. Let that door be blocked by the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. As from today, I shall not sick anymore the doorway of sickness and disease into our body. Let the blood of Jesus block it permanently in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, my father, let every power assisting my enemies to afflict me. Please pray this prayer. (laughs) Every power assisting my what my enemy i want us to know that our enemies they 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 are using some powers see they are using some power anytime they want to fight us they use some power to fight but we can tell god to do something about their power i want you to lift up your voice and say my father let every power assisting my enemies To fight and to torment me. Let that power be destroyed by fire. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Lord let every power assisting our enemies to fight us. Let that power be terminated this morning. In the name of Jesus. Power assisting our enemies to fight against our children. To fight against our business. To fight against our career. This morning let that power be terminated. In the name of Jesus, the power that our enemy depends upon to fight us, destroy that power, destroy that power. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, my father, today, let my life be loaded with my daily benefits. I want us to know, according to Psalm 69, verse 9, I believe verse 19, the Bible says, Blessed be the God who daily loadeth us with benefit. Every day has its own benefit prepared for us by God. We are going to lift up our voice and say, My Father, the benefit of today, the the goodness of today, the blessings of today, the favor of today. Lord, load my life with it. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, let our life be loaded. With the benefits of today. The goodness, the favor, the the things you have prepared for us to enjoy for today. Let our lives be loaded with it. In the name of Jesus, none of us will miss our blessing for today. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you. We give you praise for answers to our prayers. Lord, we say be glorified and be exalted. In the name of Jesus. Lord, as we go into your world, minister unto us. Let the sick be healed by the power of your word. Lord, this morning, do what you alone can do in our midst. In the name of Jesus Christ, the power assisting our enemies to fight against us. Let that power be terminated now in the name of Jesus. Lord, this morning, let garment of sickness be removed. Let garment of affliction be removed. Let garment of failure be removed. In the name of Jesus. Lord, Clothe us with the garment of purity. Clothe us with the garment of love. Clothe us with the garment of power. In your presence, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because we know that you have answered us in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Let somebody shout, Hallelujah! If you know that this morning the Lord will do something new in your life, shout, Hallelujah! We have a God who never fails. I have a God who never fails. I have a God who never fails. Jesus never fails. He has never failed forevermore. Let somebody shout hallelujah. This morning the Lord will do something new. Something marvelous. In the name of Jesus, I want us to open our Bible to the book of Joshua, chapter 2. Joshua, chapter 2. I want us to read, we are going to be reading from verse 15 to 22, 24 rather. Joshua chapter 2 from verse 15 to verse 24. It's a long passage, uh, but the message is going to be very short. Trust me, this morning we are not going to keep ourselves for too long. Joshua chapter 2 from verse 15 to 24. The Bible said, Then she led them down by a rope through the window, for her house was... On the city wall. And she dwelt on the wall. This was uh, uh, the woman called Rehab, And she said to them, get to the mountain. Look at that. Lest the pursuer meet you. Hide there three days, until the pursuers have returned. And afterward, you may go your way. Verse 17. So the man said to her, we will be blameless of this oath of yours, which you have made us swear. Unless when we come into the land, you bind this line of scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down. And unless you bring your father, your mother, and your brothers, and all your father's households to your own home, so it shall be that whoever goes outside the doors of your house into the streets, his blood shall be on his own head, and we will be guiltless. And whoever is with you in the house, his blood shall be on our head, if a hand is laid on him. Verse 20, And if you tell this business of ours, then we will be free from your hold which you made us swear. Then she said, According to your words, so be it. And she sent them away, and they departed. And she bound the scarlet cord in the window. I want us to take note of that. The Bible says she bound the scarlet cord in the window. Verse 22. They departed and went to the mountain, and stayed there three days until the poshurs returned. I want to pray for somebody this morning, that every stubborn poshurer, the Lord will the Lord, the Lord will cause them to return from pursuing you. In the name of Jesus. The Bible said, Then they departed and went to the mountain and stayed there three days until the pursuers returned. The, the, the pursuers sought them all along the way but did not find them. I want to pray again for somebody. That those who are looking for you to do you evil, they will not be able to find you. In the name of Jesus. So the two men returned descended from the mountain and crossed over. And they came to Joshua the son of Nun and told him all that had befallen them. And they said to Joshua, Truly, the Lord has delivered all the land into our hands. For indeed, all the inhabitants of the country are faint-hearted because of us. I want to pray again for somebody that from today, your enemy, anytime they see you, They will be afraid of you in the name of Jesus. Now, I want us to round up this series on the book of Joshua chapter 2 today. And because we are also celebrating the Easter uh, at this moment, you know, the topic kind of go hand in hand. I, I, I will exhort us on what I've titled, Demonstrating the covenant Faith. The Covenant Faith. That's the title. We are going to be brief, as I promised us, demonstrating the Covenant Faith. Covenant Faith. Now, I want us to know that the God that we serve is a God of Covenant. It's a God of Covenant. And when we talk about Covenant, Covenant simply means an agreement or a contract between two or more parties with certain condition lay down for all parties to obey. Now, from this scripture we read, we saw how the spies and Rahab entered into a covenant. And what was the covenant? They told Rahab, they said, the same rope or the same scarlet that you use to let us down from your window. Make sure you tie this scarlet or this rope to your window as a token, as a sign of the covenant between two, the, the two of us, so that when we come back to fight the city of Jericho, when we see this rope, when we see this scarlet, we will not touch your family, we will not touch anybody inside your house. And the third Rehab specifically, they, they said make sure that your mother, your father, your children, all your family members, make sure they are inside the same house where this scarlet is tied. Don't go out. For as long as you obey us, for as long as you, as you, you stay by this statement of agreement, you are saved. And thank God for Rehab. Thank God she 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 obeyed. She obeyed because not because she had faith in the rope, but because she has she had faith in the living God, the God of the Hebrews. Because Rehab has already told these men, he said, we have heard about how your God fought for you. How, God, how your God parted the Red Sea for you. How your God fought against all the kings that rose up against you on, the, on, the, on your way. We have heard the testimony. We have heard of, your, of the power of your God. So, she tied the rope not because she believed in the rope, but because she believed in the God of the Hebrews. And that rope or that scarlet was just a token of a covenant with the God of Israel. Or the token of a covenant with those two spies that came to a house. Now, we have seen that this is not the first time uh, we see God operating by covenant in the scriptures. For example, in Genesis chapter 9 from verse 8 to 9, we see how God entered into a covenant with Noah. In verse 11, the Bible said thus, I will establish my covenant with you. Never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood. Never again shall there be a flood to destroy the heart. This was a covenant that God entered with Noah during his time. We see also in Genesis chapter 12, 1 to 3, how God entered into a covenant with Abraham. God told Abraham, get out of your father's house to a land that I will show you. And from that land, I will bless you. I will bless those that bless you, I will cause him that curses you, and through you all the families of the heart shall be blessed. And as long as Abraham gets out of his father's land, that covenant is binding. That covenant will work. We also see, even in the New Testament, how Jesus also entered into a covenant with us through his blood in Matthew 26 verse 28. The Bible says, for this is my blood of the new covenant. This was Jesus speaking here when Jesus was having the Passover feast with his disciples. He said, this is my what? This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remissions of sins. And this was already prophesied in Jeremiah 31 verse 31, that a days will come when God said he will enter into a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. So, during the time of Christ, that covenant was fulfilled. So, covenant is not a new thing in the Bible. But one thing that matters is that when we enter into a covenant with God, we must be able to do our part because God is always faithful. As far as that Rehab Arlot was concerned, she was supposed to put the scarlet on her house through the window which, uh, through which he let down the spy. Now, do you know the same thing happened to the children of Israel when they are about to leave the land of Egypt Egypt, in Exodus chapter 12 from verse 12 to 13? God told them, he said, kill a lamb and use the blood of the lamb to make a sign between your doorpost and the lintel of your house. And when the angel of destruction is killing the firstborn of the Egyptians, the angels will pass over your land. That was the covenant. For as long as the Israelites obey they will be preserved from the angel of destruction. And I want us to know that we have also entered into that same covenant with our Lord Jesus Christ. The moment we give our life to Christ, we, the, the, the covenant of his blood, you know, the blood of sprinkling, according to Hebrews chapter 12 verse 24, the Bible says, unto Jesus, the Mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speak better things than the blood of Hebel. So I want us to know that the blood of Jesus speaks better things than the blood of heaven And in as long as we have given our life to Christ, we can also begin to enjoy the power of that covenant, the covenant that we caught with him through his blood. Now, in conclusion, I want us to take note of what Rehab did. The Bible says, the window through which he led down the two spies that was the window the the that the two spies told her to tie the rope because the rope was a token of our covenant, the rope was a sign that she now believed in the God of Israel. Now, when it comes to our salvation, I want us to I want us to take note of this. Number one, we are not saved. Because maybe we did water baptism, that's not what saves us. We are not saved maybe because we take Holy Communion. Because some people, there are some people, they, they have done water baptism, but they are not yet saved. They have not given their life to Christ. There are some people who are still taking Holy Communion today. They know that they are not born again. Holy Communion is not meant for sinners. It is meant for disciples of Christ. Do you remember when Christ was taking the the Passover feast, which represents our current Holy Communion? He took it only with the disciples. The multitude were not there to take the Holy Communion. It It is meant for disciples. So I want us to know that we are not saved because we take Holy Communion. We are not saved because we have done water baptism. In fact, we are not saved because we only go to church. Because there are some of us uh, that we we, we, we we think by some physical representation of our activities in God, we are saved. No, we are not even saved because we go to church. Number four, we are not even saved because our pastor knows. These are some of the signs some people use. I say, ah, my pastor knows me. I know uh, my pastor knows me now. Huh? My pastor knows me. We are not even saved because our pastor knows us. There are some people who their pastor know them, they died and they go to hellfire. We are not saved because our pastor knows us. And then number four, number four, we are not saved because we wear white garments. These are some of the signs. I'm, I'm just trying to compare this to the rope that the woman was asked to tie to her window. The rope was not save her. What saved her was her faith in the God of the Hebrews. The rope was just a sign that she now believed in the God of the Hebrews. So we are not saved because we wear white wear garments. Wear, wear white garments. There are many people. Even do you know today, people who are into occultism, they also wear wear garments. People are into divinations, oracles. They also wear white garments. So, we are not saved because we wear white garments. Because sometimes when we see people who are wearing white garments, we say, ah, this one must be a holy pastor. This one must be a holy believer. No, we are not saved because we wear white garments. Let me give us one more and then we'll go and pray. We are not even saved because we, we go to a particular church. Do you know there are some people, because of the kind of church they go to, they will tell you that if you don't come to our church, if you are going to other church, you will not make it to heaven. No, it is not our church that saves us. It is Christ that saves us. I want us to register this in our mind. it is not, We are not saved by church attendance. We are not saved because we go to Equa, or before because we go to MFM, or because we go to Deepa, or before we go to this or that. We are not saved by that. We are saved because we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. I want us to know that there are many people who attended church all through their lives who, right now, they are burning in air fire. Even as as we are talking now, there are pastors who died, who are burning in hell fire. So what I'm saying is this. We are not saved because of the particular church that we go. We We are only saved because we have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. And that he died for our sin. And that he rose again the third day after he was killed. That's why we are saved, not because we attend a particular church. Now, let me give us one more, if you don't mind. And this this one will shock us. This one will shock us. Now, we are not even saved by our good works. Our good works doesn't save us. Do not have, uh, uh, you know, especially from other religion, they will tell you, well, if you are doing this, if you are doing that, if you are a philanthropist, if you are giving to the poor, if you are doing that, uh, by the time you get to a uh, God will just carry you. God, uh, some people will say, God will outweigh, God will put your the evil you have done and the good you have done, It will put it on balance. And the one that way more will determine where you end up. If the evil you have done way more, then you go to... Uh, Alujano of fire, but if the evil you have done, I if the good you have done way more, then God will just throw you <laughs> into uh, the His kingdom. That is fallacy. That is fallacy. I want to, these are just symbols. I'm not saying that doing good works is not good, but our good works, our our going to church, our wearing white garments, our doing things, you know, our taking only communion, our taking water baptism. It only matters after we have confessed the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We cannot put cats before the horse. Us come before the cat, and the horse is our salvation. And that is what matters most in the story we have read this morning. What matters most was that rap became a comfort in Canaan. Rehab was a comfort in Cana. She became a comfort in Cana. Not only that, not only that, you know, by the time we get to the book of Matthew, just to let us know that this woman was saved, not by the rope, <laughs> just to let us know that this woman actually believed in the God of the Hebrews. In Hebrew, in, in the book of Matthew, chapter 1. When the Bible was talking to us about the generation of Jesus Christ as random, let me read it from verse 1. This is the book of genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. And Abraham begot Isaac, and Isaac begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Judah and his brothers. And look at verse 3. And Judah begot Perez and Zerah by Tamar. Perez begot Exron, and Esron begot Ram. And verse 4. Ram begot a- a- Aminadab Aminabab begot Nashon, and Nashon begot Sh- Salmon, and Salmon begot Boaz by Rehab. Look at that. The, me- the woman was mentioned among the great grandparents of Jesus Christ in the flesh. And Salmon begot Boaz. Salmon begot Boaz by Rahab. And, and Boaz begot Obed by Ruth. Ruth was a Moabite the Moabite lady that said she would not leave her mother-in-law alone, whose name was Naomi. And her bed begot Jesse. And look at verse 6. And Jesse begot David the king. So that is how we know that that woman was saved. I didn't mean that she only believed in the rope. I said, this rope is what saved me. This rope is what saved me. That woman, she, she will not be mentioned in among the covenant of Israel. She was indeed saved because she believed in the living God. I want us to go and pray. We are going to lift up our voice and cry unto God this morning and say my father in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, this morning let give give me the grace to give me the grace to have to increase my faith in you. My faith. We have talked about covenant faith. Covenant faith that Ray up heart in the God of the Hebrew. That was what saved us. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, in the name of Jesus, give me, help me to increase my faith in you. In the name of Jesus. Lord, increase my faith in you. Let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Father Lord Jesus, increase our faith. Increase our faith. Increase our faith. In the name of Jesus increase our faith in you, oh God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, let every contrary covenant, working against my life, let those covenants be broken by the covenant of your blood. That lady, Rehab, do you know the moment she tied that rope, you know, that rope, I believe, what is, they call it a scarlet. Scarlet is red in color. You know, that is kind of, you know, a symbol of the blood of Jesus, you know, which God saw in the house of of the Israelites when they were in Egypt and the angel of destruction passed over them. That blood, you know, break the covenant of death. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to crown to God and say, my father, in the name of Jesus, let every contrary covenant. This woman was a idol worshipper before. She was a Gentile in, in, in Jericho. She worshipped idols. But the moment she believed in the living God, that the covenant she had with the hiders was broken. She now believed in the living God and she was spared from death that destroy every members of, of, of that city that destroy every citizen of Jericho. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My father, every contrary covenant, every satanic covenant, every evil covenant, every contrary covenant working against me. Let the let the power of your blood begin to break those covenants and begin to not them, over my life over my family, in the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth, let's open our mouth, Lord break every evil covenant, in the name of Jesus, every contrary covenant, working against our life, working against our family let it be broken by the power of your blood in the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth, let's open our mouth Lord, every contrary covenant, let it be broken by the power and the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we break the covenant of untimely death. We break the covenant of evil. We break the covenant of accident. We break the covenant of sickness. but the power and the blood, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, my father, let the covenant of your blood Begin to work for me and for the salvation of every members of my family. The covenant of the blood. Look at what Jesus Christ said in that Matthew chapter 26. He said, this is my blood of the new covenant, which was shed for many, for the remissions of their sin. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, let the covenant of your blood begin to work for the salvation of every members of my family. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth, let's open our mouth, the covenant of your blood, the power of your blood, the power of your blood, power of the covenant of your blood. Let it begin to work for the salvation of every member of our family. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry unto God and say my father by the power in the blood of Jesus. Let every pollution in my life be removed. Everything called pollution. Sin is a pollution, sickness is a pollution, anything that is polluting our life. I want us to pray and say, my Father, by the power of your blood, let every pollution in my spiritual and body be removed in the name of Jesus. Let's open our mouth, let's pray, let's pray. Lord, remove every evil pollution, satanic pollution. Let it be flushed out by the power of your blood. In the name of Jesus, the blood that you shed on the cross of Calvary, let it remove every pollution from our lives. In the name of Jesus, pollution of sickness, pollutions of sin, pollutions of suffering, pollutions of sorrow, let your blood remove them out of our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, let my fear be planted in the heart of all my enemies. That was, that was one of the reasons why the Israelites, they had confidence before they came to Jericho to fight. Because Rehab told them, he said, we have heard of your God and every man's heart has melted when we heard that you are coming to invade our land. I want us to lift up our voice and say, my father, from this morning fault, let powers of darkness begin to tremble before me, let all my enemies begin to tremble before me in the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth, let's open our mouth cause all our enemies to begin to tremble before us, in the name of Jesus, Lord plant our fear in the heart of our enemies In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. The Bible says, as soon as they hear of me, strangers shall be afraid and they shall get out of their hidden places. Let every stranger of darkness be afraid of us and let them get out of our lives. In the name of Jesus, plant our fear in the heart of our enemies. Let our enemies begin to met anytime they hear our name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, my father, as I go in the journey of this week, let me be connected with a pass of destiny. I want us to know that the day the two spies met with Rehob, both of them became a pass of destiny for each other. Because without Rehob, I didn't mean that those two spies entered into a wrong house. You know, The person in that house could have handed them over to the king. I said, king, these are our spies. They are our enemies. They want to invade us. Kill them. But thank God, those two spies. God led their feet to the house of Rehab, and thank God for Rehab too, that she she became a. And help. A, 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 she became a part of destiny to them and they also became a part of destiny to her I want us to lift up our voice and say my father, in the journey of this new week Lord, send my helpers of destiny unto me let me be connected with them in my career, let me be connected with them anywhere I go send a part of destiny to my way in the name of Jesus let's open our mouths, let's open our mouths Lord, in the journey of this new week Lord, send our air of destiny unto us in the name of Jesus. Air of destiny, locate us, locate us, locate our children anywhere we go. Lord, let us be connected with air of destiny. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And finally, I want us to pray this prayer. And say, my father, Lord, let me laugh at last over all my problems and over all my enemies. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, cause us to laugh at last over all our troubles, over all our enemies. In the name of Jesus, we shall have the last laugh. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.